listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Good to see everyone again. Well, see them virtually to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Um, I am Matt, and with me are Joe and Jake. Joe, how are you? I'm good. Jake, how are you? I am very well. Matt, how are you? Great, thank you. I'm a little bummed. I missed the big, uh, I missed the big five zero. So happy birthday, Jake! <laughs> that is beautiful. Mm. I love it. You you listened to it or you saw? I started to. He didn't I just started. He didn't to, listen. I started to cry when I heard Jake's. And I said, I can't do it. I can't uh, do it. That's funny. I forgot. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, happy birthday, happy five zero again, Jake. Yes, because it was like a month ago. So yeah. <laughs> now the funny part is that that is somewhat believable. Thank you. Thank in you terms of his I'm age. Looking forward to the gifts I'm going to receive. Jake is not fifty. He's close, but he's not. But 50. his but his phone is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, I was going to wait till later in the, the show to bring Stop. it up. Okay. But, but, I, I but now you did it, Joe. So I got to say, I want to apologize on behalf of everybody here. Even if Jake takes it back, I'm still apologizing. Jake has a potato for a phone. <laughs> and it, it, if anybody is following us on Instagram, and if you're not, you should be, because 99% of the time we have pretty kick-ass pictures on there. The name is Ants Marching Org, no dot, just by the way, on Instagram, if you haven't got there already. But uh, Jake's run through the Florida shows um, blessed us with his, his Instagram picture-taking skills. And while his skills are fine, his phone has a busted ass camera. <laughs> it's got like a per. It's got like a permanent Instagram filter of like, uh, like seaweed up, green. Up like Barney's like ass under- purple. <laughs> like you're underwater. And, and and so I'm texting. I'm texting Joe during the show. I'm seeing these pictures go up. And I'm like, God, please stop, Jake. And so I decide to you know bother Jake at the show. I go, I go. What are you doing with the pictures? He goes, What is it bad? <laughs> The pictures were good, and they were good spots, but then they had this purple tint oh, to them. Oh, God. Oh. So that's Android, ladies and gentlemen. That's why there's not yeah. an ANTS app for Android, because it's garbage. Just talk to the good people of HTC. That's all I can say. Wow. <laughs> you are getting a new one soon, right? I am getting a new one soon. I'm what? getting one. Uh, You're getting a what? It, within this month. Uh, probably another HTC. Oh my god! Just to torture you, I'm going to do that. I wasn't going to, but just to make your life a living hell, I'm going to do it. It's like I really like this one. I'm going to see if I can find the same model. <laughs> I thought you were going to get an iPhone. I, I actually, I am going to get an iPhone. Oh, thank I, god. Been, you are good troll, though. Yeah, I've been I've been sick of this phone since I got it. To be honest with you, um, and it started off okay, but then they did a, a software update, and that's what made the the pictures all turn purple. And basically, their response was, "Oops." Yep. So I was like, you know what? You people suck. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Unreal. Well, um, it's good to good to chat with you guys again. Sorry, Jake. I I came right out of the gate pulling you there, like Ronda Rousey <laughs> style. But uh, that's okay. Like I'll, I'll have my revenge shortly. I'm sure you will. So um, on his fifty first birthday, it's <laughs> it's hot here. Uh, I'm assuming it's hot over there. What are you drinking? 
Um, actually, it's not that hot here because it rained all day, but I am drinking. I'm going to do it Joe M style, too. I actually have not opened it yet. But there is a great, great brewery here in Florida called Funky Buddha, and they're essentially in West Palm Beach. I think they're in one of the little cities right outside West Palm. Um, but they make some outstanding beer, and I am drinking something called Blueberry Cobbler Ale. Let's see mm. if I can get the oh, right. You heard that go, right? Oh, yeah. Was that with the ants opener? That was no. That was not with the ants oh, opener awesome, that I'll break. Awesome. This is this is with my hammer. Um, so let me just have a little sip. <laughs> he did it with his teeth. Is it good? Oh my god! You know it's, it's so <laughs> disgusting. I heard his lips come off the bottle. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> oh, god. That was me sticking my tongue down in the bottle. Oh. It's so good. You ever wanted to know what it sounded like to be kissed by Jake? This is about, <laughs> as, close, this is about as close as you're gonna get. Oh. Um, oh, I'm God, drinking some is... wine while you while oh you make out with your beer over oh there. I got me a Shiraz from Tintara, I guess it is. It's a South South Australia wine, so I'm going to have a little of that. What I do you have, Matt? Out. I'm uh, I'm have like my sister, my good loving sister, uh, got me like one of those twelve beers a month packs last Christmas, and God bless her. I mean. It's usually it's it's fine, but there's nothing all that great about any of the beers in there. I but I certainly appreciate just beer being delivered to my doorstep, so it was a great gift. However, it's just a lucid brewing um, silo saison. It tastes like a bad pale ale, <laughs> if if that gives you an idea that they completely missed the, the uh, style. Mm. But it's cold and it's wet and it's easy to drink, so I'm happy. Mm. Mm. Good. Sounds like I'm the winner. Good job at a funky Buddha. <laughs> Well, I would have you ship me some beer, J- Jake, but you never do, so I won't even ask. Uh, co- correct, exactly. Well, maybe if you didn't bring up my age all the time. <laughs> oh no, your age doesn't wow. need any. Your needs, your age doesn't require any help going up. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, yes, I know you have the sickest burns. <laughs> Sick burn. So, um, since since uh, episode fifty, why don't one of you boys take the reins because I. Obviously, didn't listen to what you guys talked about um, since the last time. So uh, let's right, well, catch us up. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, Matt. We'll let you know when we're done, I guess, or something. <laughs> cool. No, but uh, as uh, as Matt was alluding to, the last time we did a podcast, unfortunately, Matt was not here, so he missed out on the fun and games. But there is something that uh, we can get Matt's feedback on immediately, and that is the shows that were at Deer Creek. And before we ask for Matt's feedback, Joe, am I correct that you were at Deer Creek? I was at Deer Creek. Excellent. Um, Matt, the ladies were there, um, and now the ladies are not there. So, as you um, see it, are the ladies done, or will the ladies be making an appearance in the second half of the tour? I don't know if you're just trying to spin up conversation here by asking me that question. I'm surprised he actually said the word ladies. Usually it's... Usually he says, are, are, are they going to be there or a special three guests going to be there? So he oh. actually referred to them by the ladies. I'm surprised. Um, I'm trying to change that a little bit. How could I say that they're gone for good, right? What evidence would that be? They, they've had – when did they first start popping up again? Last year? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's, there's this theory going around where as people have pointed out that they've been – they haven't repeated any venues. Uh, I don't actually think that's true because they weren't in, in Atlanta either year. But there is a little bit of validity to the fact that they did not repeat any venues. Oh, so, I don't think that has any. I mean, that's probably a happy coincidence. 
I this really, many I, show this many yeah. shows. Happy coincidence, really? Yeah, two two tours, and I doubt they say, "Oh, they've they've been in Chicago. We're not gonna we're not gonna ask them to come out that for that show this year." I think it probably has to do with the availability of all three of them. Um, or there's more than three, right? That's an interchange. I think it has more to do with availability. I don't think there's that conscious of an effort to hit every, you know, uniquely over the course of two years. I mean, I'd be surprised if so. But given that last year, there was there's still a block of shows that they were gone and we were asking ourselves that question, are they done? And then they pop back, right? Correct. So, Correct. again, I think we're probably in a similar situation this year. And I don't, I don't see any reason to think that they'd be gone. If they didn't catch the hint from the hardcore community last year that this was bogus and then popped them out again this year there there's they certainly haven't caught the hint midway through this tour that's going to keep on with whatever they have planned which i would assume to for them to show up i'm praying no for the gorge but who knows right well that's what i'm saying you're you're um you're going to want to hope that is the case because if it is then they're not going to be at the gorge oh right this year seems a little bit um different from last year just from what i've seen and what fans have told me i've had a lot of fans um reach out not only to me but to ants also via twitter saying that they've they have uh go, gone ahead and emailed or tweeted at or whatever or just called up and screamed at management saying where are the ladies going to be what is the story with this i don't like this i don't know I, if that's had any effect but i mean it has happened there there there's no doubt that people have reached out to management there's no doubt about that We'd be surprised. A lot of people I talk to at the shows pretty frequently say, um, you know what? I don't necessarily have the same feeling as some of you guys about the ladies. They're kind of indifferent or kind of like them, which I'm surprised by how often I get that amongst even some of the hardcore fans. So well, Look at the front page poll. You are There's a slight majority that likes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that poll is a year old, So, and, and we've been getting – a tweet every other day from somebody saying you, you're going to ever update the poll. Do you think that pro ladies uh, are astroturfing there and uh, and <laughs> stuffing the ballot box? Do you think there's a campaign? <sighs> I, I think that there was a intrigue last year because unless you were around from 98 to 2001, you never saw them. So seeing them last year was just another little notch off of your – things that you wanted to see. We all know that people chase songs. Well, people chase guests too. Um, you know, that's yeah, what they the do. Off the stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, well, Joe, I mean, just kind of overall, I mean, I know it was a while ago, but, you know, just kind of run through Deer Creek and just what you saw. I mean, did you see a, a positive or kind of a, a neutral reaction to the ladies uh, when they appeared? Because this is now when they're appearing kind of throughout the set, not just at the end of the show as they did earlier. Yeah, it, it's it's a mix. You know, um, I would say the the lawn seems to like the ladies, or at least to cheer. Yes, anybody comes out, it's a, a reason to cheer. Um, you know, I, I would say it kind of feels, I don't have the stats on this, and I feel like somebody quoted to me, they've added a few more songs to their catalog so it's you know it's still pretty predictable of some of the songs you're going to get but maybe not as predictable as last year um so i think that when i talk to people i think that's people like that too they like that it could be something a little bit different and it's not as predictable and then they seem you know for deer creek they did the, the style of come out for a few songs leave um then come out for a few songs 
and then leave. They actually came out um, three different times um, on the first night of Deer Creek. And I think people like that better just because it's not a full block of, you know, a quarter of the show of lady songs all in a row and you kind of have a feeling what they are. So I think those kind of all coming together, um, you don't really hear maybe the moans or, um, you know, the distaste for the ladies as much as maybe earlier in the, earlier in the tour. So you think that uh, fans were happy when the unpredictable hunger for the great light appeared with the ladies and followed up with, I did it. <laughs> okay that was quite that. the interesting run. Um, I did it. I, I couldn't believe that they pulled that one out and with the ladies too. Um, I, I don't think, I think it was a nice twist. I mean, um, I, I was happy to hear it. Like I said, it was, it's nice to get change. I like things mixed up and wasn't expecting that. Um, as, ho- as long as I did it and Hunger for the Great Line don't um, start making regular appearances, I think that's a really cool thing, especially they do these little things, one-offs at different shows. Um, I'll take the ladies on those rather than hearing the ladies on um, you know, Can't Stop again. Matt, um, just because uh, you and I were around there, of course Joe was as well, just kind of, this is sort of off the subject a little bit, but if I did it were on a different album, do you think it would get a little different reaction from those of us in our field of kind of hardcore-ish fan? That's a really good question. You know what I try to compare it to? I don't really know if there's a song to compare it to, but when to think about the band coming up and when I was listening, when Crash hit, right? What the hell? 96. I was 15 years old when Crash hit. You were probably 42 by then. I think so. 44. 44. 44. Different different uh, views on it, right? Different stages in our lives. But when Crash hit, um, I think I was at that time complaining about how similar so much to say and too much sounded, first of all. <laughs> like, oh my God, they both have a baritone sax. This band is crap. But um, <laughs> too much, too much, I think, was... If you have to think of a quick, tight um, single pre, uh, pre-everyday, is does too much your answer for that? I think that's fair. I, there was, there were fans, and and honestly, I was one of them at the time that didn't really like too much. It was the single. You weren't supposed yeah. to like singles from the band. Um, it was my pee break song for years oh, well, up until about two thousand. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying too much is the I did it of Crash by any means. I'm no, saying, no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm saying yeah. okay, I'm going to take another song that's kind of um, kind of angled towards the same like. Obviously, the song wasn't written for the radio, but I would say that's about the one of the most poppiest songs. And even then, it's real, you know, all the sax and all that kind of stuff laid in there. It's great. Um, so the reason I'm bringing that up is I'm, I'm trying to isolate I Did It From Every Day and put it on another album, right? Or put it in another era. And, and right. so I'm trying to look at too much as maybe see how I feel about that. Um, no, yeah. I, I don't think I like, I don't think I... I would feel differently about it. It's tough to tell, right? It's tough to say, but I don't think I'd feel differently. Um, the electric's hard. The electric guitar is just hard well, that, to make it fit in. The lyrics are such shit, too. I mean, ouch. Yeah. They aren't very good, but hey, I mean, it's different, I mean, something different. I mean, why do you have an opinion, Jake? You, you have a take on it? No, I, I actually kind of agree with you. I mean, I mean, I think if you put it on any of the quote-unquote big three, and you can even throw in uh, Lily White Sessions, and even if you want to throw in uh, Away From The World, you're more than welcome to. You know, I think it's probably the worst song on the album. Um, I think 
even I hate it more than I should. Um, you know, it's basically three and a half minutes and it's kind of quick and it's fairly catchy, but it's certainly, you know, it's not a great song, but I've always, I was just kind of thinking about that when I saw it pop up, I was just thinking, you know, this is so weird because it's a radio single and it's really, really disliked. And there's, you know, there's really two songs that were radio singles that a lot of people don't like, um, that and where are you going? And I just think that's so kind of just weird, you know? Well, speaking of seeing songs pop up, what did you think when you saw Let You Down pop up? That, um, and you know, there was the story that with that about the fan that, uh, that talked to, um, that, that talked to Dave's, um, vocal coach and, and mentioned that, you know, this is a song people want to hear. And the guy ran backstage and, and asked Dave about it and said, Hey, you want to try this? And Dave sat down and, you know, played it for 15 minutes. I think it's great. I think it's something that's, just, there, I think there's gotta be a point, especially with the acoustic stuff, especially when Dave's starting off Dave's solo you know, he's basically playing a song for himself and, and a song now for like the hardcores because everybody else is still drinking or don't even know that there's not there isn't an opening band. Mm-hmm. So do that. Play something, even if you don't want to play it yourself, Dave, just play it for the fans that are there to just go, oh, my God, I can't believe I finally heard Let You Down. So I think that's fantastic. Before before Deer Creek, um, you know, the the opening two acoustic songs, uh, I could if I was in line for a drink or bathroom or something, I, w- I, w- I was okay. You know, I wasn't stressing out that I wasn't there for it. But since Deer Creek and what they've done for the um, five shows or so af- afterwards um, for those two acoustic songs, you can't miss them. You got to be there for those acoustic songs now because they're just playing some really, Dave's playing some really cool stuff in that spot. But Let You Down, yeah. I mean, Quite crazy that that uh, for it to come out like that in in Deer Creek. Um, never would have thought. The story is very interesting. If you haven't heard the story, check it out on the site. Um, it's very kind of mind blowing too. The, the way that it, that it happened and kind of makes you think. Like, I mean, you, maybe we talked up, let you down. Like the band knew they were intentionally not playing it, and then the way that it comes out and the story associated with it is just so crazy. So, shout out. Um, to the to the fans that uh, helped help make that happen, but uh, quite quite the um, quite the uh, the the unexpected treat to get as part of that show. First time played in eighteen years by full band. It wasn't well, full band. It was just oh uh, just oh well full band Dave solo. Dave solo. I still count that because it's at a DMB show. I, I know it's di- I know it's different. Uh, I'm sorry. I know it's different, but it's not at a Dave and Tim show. Right, it's right. not in a David Radio Dave Dave Radio show. Eighteen years. That's insane. It's really insane. That that's crazy. They I, and he actually nailed it. He he actually nailed the version too. He he really it, it was good. No the, whistling. Yeah, he had though? a couple chords that were off. No, no whistling. But um, it, it was better. Um, it, it was better later on. <clears throat> and and just to quickly jump ahead so we can get out of Deer Creek. No offense. Um. <clears throat> There's two other shows before we get to the shows we really want to talk about. There were two in Canada. Toronto is eh, kind of whatever. Um, Montreal, Toronto. first time they played Montreal in a long time. If you want to download a show, you the listener, and hear what a really, really quiet crowd sounds like so you can actually hear everything going on, um, Eric um, Newscane went up and taped that show. He tapes all the Florida shows too. Um, he went up and taped that show, and that tape fan recording is fantastic. 
and the crowd is very quiet throughout it. It's very, very good. So if you get a chance to download it, uh, give that show a listen from Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, the um, not to go back to the uh, the the uh, let you down, but it, it it was very strange the way how it happened. It was Dave starts uh, wider share pale, and either intentionally or unintentionally, it seemed unintentionally, you know, plays the wrong note. Um, and says, you know, screw it, and asks for a new guitar, and actually takes a little bit of time to get him a new guitar, and then starts playing Let You Down. And you can hear the crowd, you know, I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but, you know, it's people oh, yeah, start you can to hear recognize it. what the heck is happening, and you hear, like, like, like the energy, like a, whoa, you know, kind of happen amongst the crowd. Oh, so, man, I'm getting chills hearing you tell us say that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was you, you just feel like, like, like almost like kind of the same thing if you like you saw something bad it, happen. It's so it's so funny just hearing you say that, right? So that experience, hearing it secondhand, and then those things that happen firsthand. Uh, every time I think I might, this might be it. Like this will be my last year going on following these guys on tour and seeing shows. I'm just gonna kind of move on to the next stage of my life. I'll do it when I stop feeling and hearing that. Yeah, and it hasn't happened yet. It's, it was great. It was, that's that's what we live for. So. Um, night one, obviously awesome. And I, at, after really that first song, after I let you down, I was pretty much like, all right, well, I don't really care what they <laughs> good. Next night and, two, and the next of the rest of tonight and the next rest of uh, night two. Um, uh, but he ended up playing, um, what it was a spoon acoustic in, in the, uh, in the second night, uh, which was, which was awesome. Love that too. And so, yeah, I thought, um, I thought, uh, Deer Creeks were good shows. Uh, probably the most surprising thing. There was no guest, no other than the ladies. There was no kind well, of except for, the <laughs> except for a third of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They only well, played fourteen songs over the freaking weekend, but there were no guests. Jeez. <laughs> Yo, M. My God. What the the ladies? They're not guests. They're not guests. What are they? Joe's upgraded to permanent band members. If you think about any of the other prior two night stands, they had guests that were not the ladies. That doesn't mean there are any okay. more guests than there are ladies. Huh? Huh? No, I'm, I'm talking about a premier guest, oh, a unique. Uh, we, we thought we talked at the beginning of the year that this would be a year of guests. The band kind of advertised it that way. If what if they meant by that unique guest was the ladies, the, I don't know where they're coming up with the, the ladies are you know the unique friends that they're going to bring out on on shows. So I was expecting. Uh, something for Deer Creek. Uh, nothing. I wasn't expecting anything crazy, but I just thought somebody will come out and guess with them at some point, other than the ladies. Um, and it, it didn't happen. I was actually surprised. And then the following weekend in Alpine, which I believe you were at as well, correct? Yep, Joe? at Alpine too. Okay. So that weekend actually had zero guests, including zero ladies, um, yes. even though there were heavy, heavy rumors from people that all three of us know very well who had told us implicitly that the ladies would be there and they were not. So rather than getting into all that crap, what was your initial thoughts, Joe, just of like not seeing the ladies there? Did, I mean, at what point did you realize they weren't there? I guess would be a better way of saying it. <laughs> I just walked back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was pretty late in night one and it was like, no ladies, no sign of them, you know, um, I don't know what song, I think probably halfway through the show, it was like, you think they're going to come? You think they're going to come? And then after each song, kind of built up. No, no. And um, I liked it. Even though, you know, as I talk about it, Deer Creek and kind of being surprised there's no guest, 
I liked that there were no ladies and no guests and no gimmicks in that sense. I love gimmicks, but and, and sometimes. But it, it, at Alpine, it was just the band, and it was it just felt so them. It felt so home, and to be at a big venue like Alpine, and they just played their hearts out, and they they literally did that at Alpine. They played their hearts out, and the crowd was insanely into it. Um, so much so they massively changed the set lists um, t- towards the positive because of it. I think that was awesome, and I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't trade. Uh, for a guest night, at Alpine. Night one looks awesome. How was that captain, by the way? I haven't heard that yet. Uh, captain yeah. was yeah. awesome. Very, very good. Very unique, too, with the... Uh, they actually ended the song and then started up again. Were they Were they started up, the same old song part? No, no uh, right like before... Jam outro. Yeah, right before, like, the outro. So it was actually, like, you know, they called... They actually put it out on the set list, They you know, uh, as Captain Reprise. This is the porno version, right? We're not back to the... Like crazy. The porno. Yeah, yeah you Jake. know the but the album version. Jake, you realize Captain Bennett threw its its own little revision yes. since it was crazy in '97, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. It's it's like the busted stuff version, not okay. the Lily White session version. Okay. Okay. But they they posted it's it as very good. they posted it as Captain Reprise. Um, and at the time, the song kind of ended, and I didn't really realize that. You know, going back and listening to it, it's like, oh, they didn't. They they actually just kind of stopped in the middle. They didn't really like play, sing the third verse, and and then end, and then really do like an additional reprise. It was, but it was the per- it was perfect spot. It ends right before where they do the instrumental jam, and crowds cheering. It was awesome. It was like, oh, just heard Cap- Captain. It was it was so good. And then boom, they just go straight into it, like. Full on loud and lights and everything, and it just elevated the 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 excitement. Like it was just like anticipation. I don't know what it was. It was just boom, straight into it. I, and it was that last part. I, oh, the reprise. I've that. I've since listened to it like on a loop. Um, it's just it's like the perfect little snippet of um, of Captain. It's really not. I don't think it's that much different than maybe typically. I don't know. You can maybe comment better, Jake. But it's just awesome what they did and the way that it just comes in full-on Captain Loud. Oh, it was great. And, and they nailed the version. It was it was very, very good. Very impressive version of Captain. That was, I think, the highlight of the evening. Yep. Matt, can I ask you a hypothetical situation? I love hypothetical situations. They're the best kind of situations. Let's just say you're sitting at a show. Let's just say, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw out, there's 50 states out there. I'm just going to grab one randomly. Let's say Wisconsin. Mm. What the hell? Um, let's just say it's like about the fourth song. And... Um, the band's playing their their usual intro to it. Yeah, clearly, it's One Sweet World. You could hear um, the new version, the new intro of, of One Sweet World. It's been around for about 10 years. You can hear Boyd playing uh, his violin part into it. And all of a sudden, you hear these fans going, Honey, honey, come and dance with me. Um, do you try to kill them all, or do you just try to maim some of them? Uh yeah, I. How much? How much can you get upset about mouth breathers? Really? Um, <laughs> exactly. Don't let it get to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but just for the record, the the unconfirmed rumor is that a certain group of fans actually thought they were playing every day. Well, of course that's what it was. Oh no, that is not it. No. That. That's the rumor. The rumor no. is that that's what people thought, and there are still people is- who who hear Crush and go, "Yeah, 
at the radio section and not not the proper time. This oh is- well, that's that's uh, that's not that. I mean, I actually feel like that's like a hardcore fan. No, uh, that's the person who's been going to SPAC for two nights for the last fifteen years who still does it. I know, but I think well. Oh, I think is. you got to be really particular that to make sure you get that get that on the right the right time. You have to be actually conscious. You have to. Not be too drunk at the moment. <laughs> not Comes be too up. stupid. Well, let, me, let me throw out another hypothetical for you. Ooh, I like what, this. If, what if you were in a show? Can we have of, a hypothetical segment of this podcast let's, on the reg? Let's just, say, let's just say, we can. Let's just say <laughs> that the show is in Wisconsin. And, you know, let's say it's, you know, you know same kind of time frame. And um, <laughs> the band plays 41. Yeah. And in the outro of 41, they start singing, thank you. Yeah, what would you do in that sense to the crowd? I would start jamming out to Rhythm Nation <laughs> because that's the best sample of that song. You just put it. You just put it. You just put on some headphones uh, and just start listening to your listening to your own music. Um, I I don't know. What can I say? You can't. You can't let them get to you. Yeah, I actually liked it. You know, um, they, they, it was unique. I was like, what? Huh? Aren't yeah. you guys supposed to be singing? Be like, yeah, I don't want to be too crotchety about it. I mean, aren't you supposed uh, to be crowded, singing "Honey, Honey" here? And they were singing "Thank You." And well, um, they're not the supposed to be singing "Honey, Honey." There are they yeah. at the end of forty-one. At, you mean the every day? Just sing every day. Well, that's that was dumb too. Oh, every I mean, day was dumb. Yes, I'm expecting every day at the end of forty-one, and um, then they do "Thank You," and the whole place is doing "Thank You." Um, to the point where the song ends and they are still doing thank you super loud, um, and the band changes the set um, to play thank you. Yeah, no, that's I mean, crowd interaction is cool overall, right? I remember when the whole um, "Honey, Honey" thing started. What was the last Buffalo show I went to? Was it like oh two or something or oh four? Do you remember when that was, Jake? When when the "Honey, Honeys." Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're right. Without looking it up right the second, I'm pretty sure you are correct. It was 2002 in Buffalo. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty. Um, that's pretty special to to see like a crowd impact things like that. But uh, I think it was 01 actually, Jake. Um, yep, that's it. It was 01. But that's close. Uh, yeah, it's it's clear that probably the majority of people at these shows aren't one. Well, they're not in their right mind for most of the time, right? Right. Yes, yeah, so they've been tailgating for yeah. four hours before the concert, and you know, they're not going to necessarily catch well, everything. I, I mean, just it to me, it, it's you know, I don't want to sound crotchety either, but I mean, I am an old man, so what the hell? Um, it's just rude. It's just stupid. It's like, oh, they're not singing. Well, I'm going to sing then. Thank you for letting me be myself. It's just the yeah, band like the band likes it though. I don't. I don't well, think they take it the wrong way. No, they yeah, love it. They love it. Yeah, if they you're, yeah, if you're the one not playing along with it, you know. Oh, hey, Boyd, it's your turn to jam. Okay. Oh, Boyd's jamming great. Honey, honey. You know. It's just... <laughs> these um these set lists look very nice. Yeah, and looking at the set list, um, it just sparked my memory, Jake. To your original question, when did I realize the ladies aren't going to be there? And it was uh, song four, night one. They played "Be Yourself." Without the oh. ladies, without the ladies. So first time without the ladies. So um, quite unique. Um, the song didn't get we're any better. We're going to talk about that in. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that in segment two a little bit. But yeah, that's kind of as soon as you heard that, you're just like, 
hmm, okay, we got a chance here. And and actually, night two, and if you guys want to look at the set list, I'll just read off just the I'm first looking at it song. Now, yeah. If you want to, if you want to have a Dave solo open, I'll take Beach Ball, Let You Down, and Belly Full, eleven out of ten times, pretty much. Insane, insane. That's, that's a really, really solid uh, Dave solo. One, two, three. I think that's the first three song Dave solo uh, shot of the tour as well. Man, mm-hmm. I'm that I'm, whole night. Night two is great. This main all set all the way up to forty one is is friggin' killer. I mean. Seek Up, Belly Nice, Seven, Black and Bluebird, Minarets, Gravedigger, which I absolutely love. And Don't Drink, Gravedigger and Don't Drink, you know, that's, you throw an E-He in there and I'm going home happy. They had um, You and Me on the set list and instead played Thank You. So would you, would you rather have <laughs> You and Me over Thank You? Oh, no, thank you for replacing You and Me with Thank You. Exactly. I'd, I'd rather You and Me, but whatever. Well, shorter, right? I'm, I'm thank you out. Although the, that thank you was pretty quick. That thank you was like four minutes. Oh, all right. And that's the thing that whole that was, the, the drag on thing is what gets to me. The other yeah, thing that's that they, what, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say the other thing no, they ended up changing was um, they had shake me as the second song in the encore, and they swapped that out for two step. Would you take shake me over two step? Yep. Yep. No. You would take shake me over two step. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh! I, I, but that that two step in the Halloween is cash money. Also, yes, it is. How long they, was the two step? Actually, it's like eleven minutes. Mm, that's it, not so bad. It it broke it broke into Halloween at a time that you would not expect it to break into Halloween. Mm-hmm. You it, know what? It, I'm sorry. Weird. The two thousand, like Jimmy with Butch, their twenty three minute long one, or not Jimmy two step. I think still haunt me. And so when I see it there, I'm like, ugh. Um, Two Step being the last song at the MCI Center in 2002. (laughs) Stuff like that, just it sticks with you. And anybody who's listened to probably one out of every two or three podcasts we've done knows what I'm talking about with that MCI Center thing. Um, So I look at Two Step, and now I'm just thinking about it in my head. I'm like, no, 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 I, I like to listen to that. So I changed my vote. However... If they slowed Shake Me Down, like, album style, um, it would be awesome. But they play it too fast, and they've, and they've ruined it. It's too bad. Because, I, again, I've said it a million times, I think that is one of the most important and most fun songs they've done since the big three. Period. Shake Me. They kick the door down mm-hmm. and come in to kick if you in the If they throw it in the acoustic set, everyone's fine with it. Because you know what they did this year? They, they threw a bunch of stuff in the acoustic set that people were kind of like, meh, on. And all of a sudden, people are like, "Hey, you know, that's not bad." Well, that's I mean, what it's for, right? Even, that's what we were hoping about, right? Yeah. You know what? You know what's really good in, in in the acoustic set that a lot of hardcore fans don't like? Cornbread. Corn, cornbread's hmm. pretty fun in the acoustic set. Well, you know, and, and we, they did they've done it with Spaceman too. Well, I love Spaceman anyway, but the thing yeah, about me too, Shake but... Me, um, no, I want that guitar to be crunchy. Give me some loud, crunchy, obnoxious electric guitar. Give me uh. Mark Knopfler, give me a Knopfler like money for nothing kind of kind of guitar. I love it. How about okay, that? well, I do it. And, and and speaking of the the two step into um, Halloween as a changing it out of that instead of Shake Me as being pretty unique, um, kind of also in Deer Creek Night Two, quite uh, interesting transition for the encore there. Where it was so much to say, say into anyone seen the bridge into too much fake into ants 
and they played the whole intro of Ants um, up to where Dave's about to sing, and oh, then jump cool. into Halloween. So it was uh, so it was a too much fake and an Ants fake, long fake cool. into Halloween. So it was a little little different, a little unique. Jake, you still wanted to talk about Florida, right? Yeah, we can do that in the next segment. Uh, yeah, um, we'll change it up real quick, but just just oh, really quick oh, on this man. point that's that's Stepping very very me. important. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say you're a pretty casual fan. You go to maybe one show a year, two shows a year. Maybe you go to Deer Creek every time. All you want to hear is ants. All you want to hear is ants. Finally, all night after putting up with seven freaking ladies songs, they finally <laughs> play ants. You jump out of your seat. Yes, finally, oh. <laughs> I get to hear ants. This is unbelievable. This is so great. I'm crying. They jump into Halloween. You're like, the hell? You know, yeah. there's songs you fake out of and there's songs you don't fake out of. Shouldn't really be faking out of ants. That's the truth. Yeah. I could I could I could agree with that. I mean, I, I can see a point there. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> I like, uh, I, but I see your point from uh, others. Expect, uh, I'm not saying ants is a hardcore or a, or a newbie only song, right? Because certainly not. I, I could hear ants every show and, and probably not get sick of it. I love it. Um, that being said, you are, you are, you're doing a pretty much in general, a hardcore versus newcomer argument there. Hardcores yeah. are going to love the ants tease because it means you're probably going to something pretty cool. They've played ants there nearly every weekend they've played there. I think, um, quickly looking, it was one weekend there, 2009, they did not play ants. They've played it every other year. So they got their, if they only go to, they only go to Deer Creek, they got their ants. It's, it's okay to switch it up. Oh my goodness, there's the doorbell. So now we're going to take a break and we'll be right back for segment two.
Alright, welcome back. I want to apologize for that uh, dog explosion. Um, I like this. six in the evening over here at my home, and I was just telling Jake and Joe, there's a sign in front of my neighborhood that says no soliciting, and yet nobody pays attention to it. I can't think of many things that are ruder than knocking on somebody's personal home, or I'm sorry, ringing the doorbell uh, in the evening. Anytime, really. If I'm not expecting you, chances are I don't want you here. Or ringing my doorbell. Yeah, so, it probably um, doesn't matter what time it is. I mean, it, any time of the day is probably. It really doesn't. It's it's really rude, and you got dogs or recording a podcast. Sorry, <laughs> not a professional <laughs> studio. How dare you? Um, yeah, so it was like little girl. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't cookies. It was some BS, but I'm sorry. Old enough to read. No soliciting. Get out. Life insurance? It's something like that. I think Comcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm really sorry about having to abruptly end that uh, long segment, but I guess it, it was good a time as any. But Jake, you still got lots of stuff you want to talk about, so go. Just, just really quick, um, as the ants fake into Halloween, the next show in Toronto, they start Halloween, fake it and go into ants. If that happened and I was in Canada, I would probably burn down Moose Jaw. Right. That would be the absolute just the worst ever they're they were so, they're a little bit of trolling there yeah that's just that's just ridiculous there's no need for that but anyway who cares about canada no offense to the canadians um let's talk about the other shows that were very good including a show that gets strangely good set lists and we talked about this in the last podcast Tampa's a weird one. Tampa seemingly gets these good shows and it's a one off it's always like on a wednesday and this year was no different, including as I was sitting in my seat, uh, my uh, my seat buddy, Chad, turned to me and showed me a text he got or a tweet or whatever it was to say that uh, Branford Marcellus was going to be at the show. So that was quite the treat. He is what a the, special experience that was. He's the guest of the year so far, for sure. He, that lover lay down was a, an absolute dream come true for me. That's, that is like the one thing I've said, I don't really care that much about guests to be honest with you, but I said, I want to hear Branford on lover lay down. And it was just an amazing experience that Dave starts it off and literally Boyd, Rashawn and Jeff leave the stage. So it's just Dave and Tim Carter, Branford and Stefan. And they just play the song, and Branford does it all, and he follows along, and it's just a beautiful version. And, and, just... and you let your mind wander and think that could this be, could this ever be like a long-term thing? That the band looking like that, what you were seeing on the stage at that moment. It, it's 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 un, it's it's so. If you close your eyes and you listen, you will think it's boy. You you'll think it's Roy. It's yeah. it's. It's the closest, it's the closest thing, closest thing. Yeah, it really is, and that's not to to take anything away from Jeff because Jeff is fantastic, and and as we've talked about before, Jeff is literally handpicked by Roy to be in this band. So there's, you know, Jeff is is amazing, but it's just, it's it's that jazzy style that that Roy played, and it was great. And then the next song they played after that is is Matt's all time favorite song, Jimmy Thing, mm. and it's. It's the best Jimmy thing I've ever heard. And it's just, I, I couldn't believe I'm standing there going, gosh, I only wish 
Mr. Yeti was here to hear this because even he would say, I'll give this a zero instead of giving it a minus one. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh. it was that, they had it. They had another guest on there. His name's Carl Good Fisher. Charitable. He plays, uh, he plays a trumpet. Um, he plays with a bunch of bands. He's played like with Billy Joel and, and stuff like that. And he was great too. And, and he and Branford had a nice back and forth. And then the, the four, um, four of them all had a little back and forth and they played typical also it's just a great show it's just a great set list i mean you know pig it's, they opened spoon uh dave solo it's just it's just the electric really, really set, set is like super short because of all these long songs i mean you got a lot of long and it makes you think of an old school set list where you look at it and it's like nine songs you're like huh that, that's all they played and they played that for three you know three hours so like yeah this is they jammed them out, and that's kind of what yeah. kind of seems like looking at that show. That's basically what it was, and they ended up cutting three songs from it. They cut uh, Virginia in the Rain, or Vagina in the Rain, as we're going to call it, because oh. somebody had a typo on the boards, so it'll always be Vag in the Rain to me from now on. <laughs> oh, my no God. Offense. Um, <laughs> drive in, Drive Out, and Song of Jane Like. So, I mean, really, two of the three were ones I wanted to hear. Um, I'm not really big on... Regina the rain, but that's another story. What the rain? They came back. <laughs> what are you not big into? Well, Virginia. <laughs> the... Oh, that way. Oh, now you changed it. <laughs> that's the other one. I'm a big fan of the other one, but that's another podcast. Um, but they did come back in West Palm Beach night one, and right out of the shoot, they played uh, the second and third song in the electric. They played Drive and Drive Out and song Jane likes. So. It's like they said, oh, okay, we didn't play them here. We're going to come back and play them. Um, Florida's always been sort of an odd little thing anyway. A lot of fans treat it like a three-night stop with like a night zero in between. Um, the band doesn't really, and they did repeat some stuff on night one in West Palm Beach. They repeated a typical and Jimmy thing. Both were Brantford again. Brantford was there. Uh, they also played Death on the High Seas, which is the other – new song that was the one that dave played on the piano like a year ago on his little crazy whatever his tumbler or whatever right. it is tinder or whatever the hell stupid site he has but that's the one that i think is great i really like that and with brantford again that's just dave and brantford piano and, and carter on drums and it's i, I think that's really good if you get a chance oh, to, i didn't to realize brantford was on played on death on the high seas He's played on it there, and he played on it on its very first uh, live performance in Hartford as well. Oh, so it, it's it's sort of like the Dave and Branford show on that. Yeah, one. I, I, my opinion, I really like Death on the High Seas. I actually kind of wonder. I was talking to somebody about this that you know I want to hear what the band, what Dave wants it to sound like because it's on, on, via an album, and I kind of feel like the fact that it hasn't been on an album, I don't know that the mix is right in the live show and that might just be because nobody knows any different or they haven't really, it hasn't really gotten that stage but I really think you know Dave's piece needs to just be cranked up really loud and just almost kind of be the loudest thing and everybody else is kind of adding um, I just don't feel like it's loud enough at the live show and I'm kind of hoping on a, on a recording of it studio recording that they do that I think that you have a valid point there. I think that happened with the riff a little bit too, whereas the live performance didn't really capture what the song was. Um, now, when they released it on the warehouse disc, it, it was different because you could mix it and make things a little louder and such. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think I think you're onto something there. I, I think that that's a song I'm, I'm looking forward to if you know if they ever do an album. Um, that that's something that would, I think is really going to shine in studio. Um, I did not go to night two in in uh, West Palm just for the record. Wow. You didn't? Um, wow. I did not. Only only went one night. Only had, uh, had things to do, unfortunately. But um, night two was good. Night two had a lot of songs I don't really like. Um, but I will. Well, yeah, I mean, Halloween, um, kind of predictable at that point. You're but, not a big fan yeah, of Soldier either. Nancy's in the warehouse. I, not a big fan of that. Big eyed fish. I, I will say that. I mean, it's got a lot of thumbs down for me, to be honest with you. I'm looking at it. I, I scored the show an eight. Um, I, I don't like hunger. I don't like so right. I don't like mercy. However, if you do listen to those, that's three pretty good versions of Hunger, So Right and Mercy. Yeah, how was that Loving Wings? Um, I bet it was awesome. I don't know. I wasn't there, and I'm glad I wasn't. Wow. How about you, Matt? Do you do you skip it when when you're when you're listening to it? No, I still listen to the songs, even if I don't like the song. I listen to it. I try to be uh, as fair as possible. I mean, like I said, I, I don't like So Right. I think So Right's awful. I don't even get why people like it. It has the cheesiest freaking chorus I've ever heard in my life. I mean, our love is so right. I mean, that sounds like what a seventh grader would say to a girl when he's trying to get the second base. I mean, that's the dumbest freaking line ever. I like so. the end jam. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these, you know what I noticed? It, believe it or not, I was starting to jump in, but it kind of talks to no, it. I um, was going back and listening to like, Louisiana Bayou on stand up or whatever. Some like the bad albums, quote unquote. Um still have some pretty cool like um uh the jams, the outro. Everybody sure. wake up. The end of that on the album is actually Love pretty it. friggin' awesome. Oh my mm-hmm. god. And and Batson actually does a great job in holding Fonz's bass baseline back before he fades him in. That first time uh, that um the electric guitar starts to lay over that, 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 and he sits off Stefan for about a measure and a half, and then brings his part in. And the timing of it, just every time I hear it, I start rocking out. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it, Louisiana Bayou, where where they took that live with um the Phil Col or what is it, Phil Collins, the um that's all, da, 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 da. that's freaking cool. Um, the way they break that down live. So some of these songs, even though um they're not all that great have good yeah. beats and so writes one of them you know the end of so writes a lot of fun i think it's really good music you just have to wait too long to get to it though. like and i mean and i actually feel that's like my lo- point. loving wings is kind of that way nope. the, no you gotta wait through it and then finally carter shows up and starts well, at and, least it's a song they- though at least at least the other ones are Lo- loving wings is not a song can't stop is not a song it's thinking around and then you get to the part where someone showcases i don't think they ever get anywhere we can't stop but like just let Carter bang away and then play say goodbye. I would roughly take that. You're right. I kind of agree with you, but I will say, like I said, that's a pretty good so right. That's a pretty good hunger and probably the best mercy without a guest. Um, which you know that's not saying a whole heck of a lot, but whatever. And that, um, that mercy was a they they dedicated it right. They did. They dedicated it to a to a young fan who uh, who passed away, and in fact, somebody, uh, one of the guys that's in Plus that that we know, he was actually in the row with that guy's family. It was, you know, quite an emotional experience. Obviously, um, Dave really put a lot of emotion into it. It's it's a really good version. Again, Eric taped it, um, 
And if you get a chance to, to download it, you can just download all his stuff. Eric's killing it this year. So head over to, uh, to ants and download all that stuff. If you'd like, um, it's a really, it's, it's a good, it's a really good performance. And that's something that's kind of, I think forgotten a lot. I mean, I loved night one. That is just a set list that I just love. Captain is one of my favorite songs. Let me tell you, the captain performance was like, like that freaking Malaysian plane going into the Titanic. It was such a just disaster of nice. epic performance. Dave got completely lost in it. He threw his hands up in the air. He had no idea where he was going. He got a beat behind at one point in the jam, and they were lost. And then Rashawn came in and saved the day, and then they couldn't even end it. When they got done with it, they started to go into the jam like they did in Alpine, and the only one that went into it was Carter. So, I mean, it was just it was just an ugly, ugly performance. Ugh. But you know what? It's Captain. So, you know, what do you do? You're going to say, oh, I don't ever want to hear that again. They played the song three freaking times. It's like, yeah. no, play it. Try it again. Play it again. You can play it right now again. Who cares? I want more Raven. Joe, you got Raven at Alpine Valley, right? Or was it uh, Deer Creek? Uh, it was Alpine. Oh, man, I love that song. Great song. Great, great song. A lot of, lot of good songs. Probably the best five shows of the year were the last five. That would be uh, Alpine one and two Tampa and West Palm one and two. I was thinking about this and see, see if this, maybe I'm, I was thinking about this earlier. Maybe I'm off here, but doesn't it seem like every year they kind of stumble out of the gate and, and we're about a third of the way through the tour and we end up, we're lamenting what the hell's going on. Will they bounce back? Is the second half of the tour going to change things? And then they kind of get their groove and we, we end up saying, yeah, okay, this tour is all right now. They're finally hitting it, and like it's been a pretty positive last month or so. But if that, I mean, does that sound like how it's been happening the last few years, right? Last few years, yeah, I would I, say so. So, I mean, I don't, it wasn't always that way. Um, but it, I would say the last at least two years, it's been that way. Do you think it's like I, a slow starting sports team that just takes a while to get to get their legs under them? Like any team that I root for? See, the problem with that is when they came out of the gate, they were songs that we, the fans, didn't like, but the band was absolutely killing it. I mean, they sounded the best that I've ever heard this lineup, ever. The the current lineup that's been around since 08, basically, this is the best they've ever sounded by far, and it's not even close. Um, and it's the best they've sounded in a long time regardless. I mean, you can go way back the last time they sounded this good. Yeah, but, it, but, it, um, so but it's more about like, but it's more about what I think where Matt's going is the difference in the start of the tour versus where they end up at the end of the tour. And I, I don't think there's any doubt that it's probably the most dramatic this year. Like they are really kicking it right now. They are, they are these, like you were saying, these five shows, they are bringing, these are been some amazing shows lately. And it's so drastically different from the start. I don't think it's just saying they weren't didn't sound good at the start. It's just like how different and how much list. better it's, the shows are. Yeah, it's the set list. I mean, that's what it is. If you take the ladies and chuck them from the shows, this year is much better than last year. I think. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Song wise, yeah. yes. I mean, uh, last yes. year was the Department of Redundancy Department. This is, <laughs> especially with the last five, you don't know what you're getting, and if you do whatever you're getting off the top. 
you're getting something that you probably haven't seen. A let you down, a captain, a, a spoon. I mean, there's there's a lot of uniqueness coming in early now, and that was not there last year. And there was a lot of songs people were burnt out on last year that were just getting a lot of play. And I would say we only have a couple of those this year. I, I, I agree. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair. Um, just looking at the last five, Joe, what do you think? Rank them one through five. No, I'm not going first. I, need, I, I want to hear you guys. What do you got, Jake? I'll go because I know where Matt's going, so I'll go. Um, this is this is tough because I, I really I really think I, I'm shortchanging it, but I, I got to go because I have a really strong bias because I love Brantford. I got to go Tampa one because I just think Brantford is just fantastic. Um, I'll go Alpine two, night two, number two. Um, I'll go West Palm Beach night one. Number three, which is not fair because the set's better than the performance, but a bad captain still a captain. Um, then I would go Alpine Night One, and then I would go West Palm Beach Night Two, just because it's a lot of songs I really don't like. Man, I would have said Alpine Night Two, pretty handily to start. And, uh, and but the Bradford, I mean, the Bradford's pretty killer. You know, what? I'm still gonna go Alpine Night Two. I just think going like I was saying before. I can't argue I, that. Yeah. Go back to the roots. I liked it. I want Bradford, and I haven't seen him this year, which is crazy because he's been at a handful of shows. And you've um, seen every show twice. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so I'm going to go Alpine Night 2, um, Tampa. Then I know I want West Palm Beach Night 2 at the bottom. So it comes down to Alpine Night 1 or West Palm Beach Night 1. Which one is better? And mm, toss they're up. Close. Yeah, they're, they're really um, close. I would probably go Alpine. So what is that? I, I really so can't I, fault. I got you Alpine just, Night Two, Tampa, Alpine Night One, West Palm, West Palm. Yeah, I, I think that's very fair. Yeah, that's a good show. What do you think, Matt? Uh, my night one is it's. Let me let me get through this um, Tampa show really quickly here. Oh, you're rating. I'm rating, yeah, yeah. Um, see, that's a little bit more of an official way to do it. Yeah, I'm just going to see what my show flow tells me. Um, that, I, I, my first one is going to be um, Alpine Night One, no doubt. Really? Alpine Night One, interesting. Yep. By a long shot, actually. Um, cool. Wow, uh, okay, so, wow. So Night One, Alpine, I've got a 69% show flow rating, which is above the average. But I just loved it. I mean, I, I gave it negative marks for Rye Whiskey and Where Are You Going? Those are the only two negatives in that whole show. Nice. Um, the neutrals. Uh, be interested. I, I do neutrals for the new songs because I just don't have an opinion on them yet. Yep. Um, but like Be Yourself, uh, Vagina in the Rain, uh, Gr <laughs> Granny, and the Kill the Preacher tees are all neutral. Everything else is a positive. Um, my number two is Alpine Night 2, oddly enough. Mm -hmm. uh, my negs on that were Snow Outside, Satellite, Thank You, and Jimmy. You don't like Snow Outside? No, no, I don't. Skip. I don't. Oh, oh, God. I don't. I, 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 don't. I could hear that twice. Oh. That wouldn't have made a difference, so it would still be number two. Number three is uh, is is uh, West Palm Night One, mm. with the Negs being Old Dirty Hill and Jimmy thing. And then the fourth is uh, West Palm Number Two, with the Negs being You and Me, Loving Wings. Um, actually, let me see something for a second here. Um, actually flip-flop night two and night one 
But um, next being You and Me, Loving Wings, Big-Eyed Fish, Hunger, and Mercy. And then the last one at 30% is Tampa. 30. That's with, his number one. That's Jake's number one. With the Negs being Rye Whiskey, When the World Ends, Jimmy Thing, and The Space Between. You want to know, here's the thing. There aren't enough songs in that show to balance out that's, the bads. That's exactly what I was about to say because yep. I'm actually I'm actually at 48% at that show just because I, I don't like um, – I, I, I don't like – you might die trying, but I'm absolutely sick of. And it I don't like, and it hurts you. Between. Yeah, and and be yourself is garbage. And I still don't like World Ends, but I was in the lounge, so it didn't really matter. Um, I chose in the lounge for both of them, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, I mean, when you don't have enough songs, it like you said, it, it takes it down a little bit. Yeah, um, you so have to yeah, compare it against the average, I guess, in that kind of sense, kind of see like how right, far right, off right. you are from the from the average. But I mean, right. it's still some interesting interesting points there. I mean, you know, but that I think that tells you how close those five shows really are. Oh yeah. Um, well, look at the look at the averages. They go from fifty three percent to sixty one. I mean, they're right there. Yeah. Just that's like marginal error kind of stuff. Can they continue it when they come back from the break? Dun dun dun. They're going to Anglewood. Always up to no good. (laughs) Straight out of Compton. (laughs) Oh geez, not you too. (laughs) I ain't gonna watch that shit. Well, speaking of breaks, you want to take another break real quick there, yeah, Maddie, we'll and then we'll come one. back. Come back for questions. I like yeah, it. Excellent. Okay, we shall be back. Welcome back. Thanks for uh, thanks for sticking with us, and I hope uh, you just like that 
kick-ass um, Captain Reprise that we were talking so much about that segment. So, yeah, that was rocking. Um, we've got your questions. We've got questions. Um, you got them. Joe. I got the first we, yeah, one. Yeah, we got to go rapid fire through here because, no, it's past everybody's bedtime at this point. So, especially <laughs> Jake's got a blanket over his lap and a glass of warm milk already. If you can Pretty soon that. we're going to do the 24-hour podcast and everybody will hate every, us. Every, t- every time. No kidding, too. We're texting each other. Hey, you want a pod tonight? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but it's got to be quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got an agenda. It'll be nice and tight. And it's the longest one every time. (laughs) Somehow. I don't know how it happens. All right. Back to it. So our first one comes from Cindy Secula, I believe. Um, You got to start at the bottom. No, start at the bottom. I would have loved to let that go, but I wanted to hear Jake get mad. (laughs) What part of start at the bottom do you not understand? Now Jake's paying attention to the document, by the way. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Our first real question comes from Sizzle. This one's public. Um, says, hey, Ants, do you agree? Wait a minute. This doesn't have the hashtag. Just go with it. Skip. Oh, no, shame. I have to skip it. Shame. I have to skip it. Next one. All right. Evan Spencer wants to know it. Evan R. Spencer. Um, insert question about the new album here. Hashtag Ants Podcast. You know, what you. is the deal with the album? Jake? God, when you see it, you'll see it. Until then, don't make any plans around it. If, if you haven't learned anything from 2004, 2006, 2007, I don't know what to tell you. But they re- you've really seen where they've recorded um, extra non-band member parts and it, mm-hmm. nothing, were to come of, nothing were to come of it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Did they bring nachos? Because if they didn't, I don't care. Coming November 2000. Hashtag stadium band photo. What? Anybody get the reference? No. Does anybody remember the picture of Giant Stadium promoting the new album coming November 2000? Oh, that's right. Holy cow. You are correct. Yeah, that was a Lily White uh, promotion coming November 2000. Yep, that's right. They took the picture. You are correct, sir. Mm-hmm. So until it is in my cold, dead hands. Right, exactly my point. Good. Yes, exactly my point. Exactly. Okay. Um, Tyler Hensley. Yeah. Um, do you see the band doing anything unique with the tour or certain venues for their 25th anniversary next year? That's right. Next year is the 25th anniversary of the Dave Matthews Band. Uh, do I see the band doing anything unique? No. Um, no. <laughs> Nothing with the. I don't think anything with the tour of the venues. Yeah, uh, no. But, I, I but, think uh, you're yeah. going to see a, a lot of special stuff. I guess yeah, outside yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, Pink Warehouse released something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're you're going to see some crazy stuff you never dreamed would you would ever hear. But I don't think the, the band's going to do anything. No. Not for venues or tour. No, I don't. I mean, it would be cool. I miss that they used to do at the end of every tour. They used to do like a big charity, you know, thing. And it'd be cool if they did something similar related to their 25th anniversary, but it was for you know some charity, and um, I don't know that would be cool, but hmm. I doubt they'll do it. I'm, probably that's where Tyler was going. Andrew Zimsky right. at AT Zimsky asked, uh, "Ants, are there any chance of David Tim returning ah! to Ve- uh, of David Tim returning to Vegas for a few shows at Planet Hollywood over the next several months?" I agree with the dog, and I say no, no. <laughs> Considering isn't like Planet Hollywood like strictly Britney Spears everything, um, so yeah, I'm thinking. I don't know about Planet Hollywood, but I know Planet Hollywood is. 
all, all I know is that the the last bunch of Dave and Tim shows have been just absolute drunk scream fests. So that's annoying. You know, yeah, it's just it's just awful. But so, I've loved I've loved the Dave and Tim during these acoustic sets, and it's uh, the Tim's been so good, and they've had him turned up loud, like again with you know the first Dave solo songs, and then usually a Dave and Tim song is becoming my favorite part of the show. I'm really liking it. Anyway, um, let's see here. What do we got next? Um, Is this Sloan, at, Sloan from Entourage, by the way? Sloan, yes. I'll at, talk to you at, later. At Sloan, Allison wants to know, hey, Anson Marching, um, how do you think the month-long break will affect the Colorado shows? Hashtag Ants Podcast. <laughs> well, history has shown us it usually means they start off slow. Um, but let's stay positive and say, no, 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 it's going to be great. I don't. I think it's a unique venue. Um, very kind of small, nowhere near Denver. Yeah, I mean, yeah, drive for a while, from what I understand, to get out to it. Um, I don't know. I think um, I think they'll bring it. I think they still got it, and I think it's not going to be slow. It's going to be my prediction. Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think they're going to bring it too. I, I look at that tour central, and I'm like, well, there's seven or eight or nine shows left. They might as well just put the foot on the gas. Exactly. I hope so. Jake, you got a question? Uh, Mark uh, gets Boa 34, or Larry Boa, I believe, probably. Um, do you think the band is done after they finish the next album and supporting tour? RCA record commitment met, right? You know... That's something that gets asked all the time, and I certainly don't know, and I'm sure you guys don't know either, but for some reason, everybody thinks they know exactly when what their contract reads for RCA and all this stuff, and, and it seems like every year, like, oh, you have one to go. That's it. No, you have one to go. Okay, you have one to go, and who the heck knows? So uh, do I think they're done? No, I do not. I don't think they're done. No, no. And that, I, that, that being said, I don't know what – I don't know if that's something they would telegraph anyway. What does that look like? The band slowing down, or this is our last one? I think they would. I think they would um, advertise that kind of uh, final tour, final final album kind of thing. I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe that's silly to say. Do a lot of bands say this is our last album? No, they might say it's our last tour, right? Which is what I've been saying all summer long at at, at tailgates. Is the best thing was when they announced this tour, they didn't say it was our last tour, so we know we got another one. Yes, absolutely. That's true. Mm. All right. Um, me? Me, right? Yeah, yeah. You're up. Yeah. All right, so uh, Jason Loftus, uh, the Me Man XX, asks uh, in hashtag Ants Podcast, what's the worst part, and there are many to discuss, about Be Yourself? You know, that's like asking you to pick your favorite kid or something, you know, because really there it's all so bad that it's really hard to just focus on one little portion of it. That's that's no, come on. The doobie 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 is clearly the worst part. Yeah, actually, it, it really is. And and you saw it without the ladies. I saw it without the ladies. Um, is it better without the ladies? Yeah, it is. Um, is it remarkably better? No. It's got a little different outro. They added some stuff at the end. They're trying to find it. But really, I mean, the lyrics are so bad. I mean, really, it just if they just take the lyrics and start over, it's got a chance. But I mean, really, it's 
it's just not good. It's it's just you know, it's Bruce Jenner's life. It's weird. It's it's just it's it's trying to make like it's like trying to make like an uptown funk or something with something topical. It's weird. It's like nothing he's ever written before. You know what I'm trying to say? It's 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 the dooby dooby dooby. That's the worst part. And but like you said, cut that. It's not going to get any better. Uh, let's yeah, see what we got here. Really uh, Chain I mean, Man rocks at Josh one hundred one PRF says at Ants Marching. What do you expect, if anything, at the fiftieth show at the Gorge? How possible is it Dave will do something special? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Well, you guys are going, Matt. What do you think? No. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, that's great. It's it's a nice milestone, especially at that venue, right? Um, no. He, here, here's the special thing. He will do something special. The special thing he will do is walk up to the microphone and say, somebody told us this is our 50th show here. Pretty... <sighs> Yep. Fans will start screaming, and you won't hear anything else he says. And they'll say, they'll mumble, you know, something like, "Some kind oh, of awful nice." Yeah. <laughs> we we pretty old. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Woo! And everyone would cheer. Yeah, that will be the special thing that happens. And they'll say, "Here's a song we wrote for this and then, place." It's and then I'll go. Then I'll go. Itself. But not as old as Jake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Dustin one fifty one. Says, oh, Dustin, you didn't use the you didn't use the hashtag. No, you don't have to speak. Uh, what would you actually? I'm going to read one without the hashtag. I'm going to skip this one. I knew he wanted you to, Joe. I knew he was going to end up typing it. I knew it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read. I'm going to read this one just because Eric Krasno actually gave us a favorite on it, and it's from our good friend Eric Fraser at efraser 77 who says, "Will the SPC Park show from ten years ago today ever be released?" And by the way, if you're following Ants on Twitter, and you should be you'll know that that was the on this day show that popped up ironically enough, uh, but still never going to be released. It's from 2005. Nobody cares. Okay. Good mm. enough. Go ahead. Good stuff. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, all right. right. So yeah. uh, yeah. John yeah. Casper jr. Asks, just so you know, Jake, that uh, tweet that you read didn't, did not have the ants podcast hashtag. So you're picking favorites I, I, here. I said I said that uh, I did that one. In fact, the one the next one I'm going to read actually doesn't have it, but he retweeted it. Uh, he did put the Ants podcast mm. after that. Anyway, that Mr. John Casper Jr. Uh, was kind enough to use the Ants uh, podcast hashtag and said, "Would you rather see a DMB tour sets tour again, or a full acoustic show in the small theater setting for more money?" Now I don't know about this for more money piece. Uh, can we leave that out? I don't think they're mutually exclusive. But go. Yeah, that was confusing yeah, I, for more money. Yeah, I don't understand the end part I mean, no. of it. No, how about would no? I ra- <laughs> for more money, no. Yeah. Um, would I rather see two sets again? No. Uh, if I, my choices were a full acoustic show in a small theater or two sets, I'll take the small acoustic. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe small, small theater. theater because, hey, they have to recoup the cost of not selling out 20,000 seats kind of thing. The band's not playing I, a small theater. If you want a small theater, go see David. I think that, I think that's why he's saying the more money is yeah. they're, they're not playing yeah. a small theater because yep. they're not they they take take money from the crew and take money from everybody <laughs> and right. the, so you'd have to be expensive ticket to make up for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, re- regardless, I'd rather see them in a small place than to see two sets again. That's just me. I, I don't. I mean, I, I struggle to think of what the differences are. 
I, I just, well, I mean, the well, full... I mean, we, we've been through this a thousand times. I know. That's not really acoustic. It's I know, and that's why, I'm, that's why I'm struggling here. It's like, they're not really that different. You're not going to see the band in an intimate venue again anyway. Yes, no, you're Europe. In... Yeah, you go to Europe. Or not yeah, even... But even well. Yeah, they play yeah, right. freaking small places. Like what? Eight thousand people? That's not small. I mean, they oh. played Tuscaloosa. Was I don't think I don't think John Casper Jr. is saying something smaller than eight thousand people. Small theater setting. What's Radio City set? Three thousand. Yeah, that's what I would think. Like between two and five thousand. Yeah. Wow. That Radio City only sits that's that John many. Casper Jr. Tweet us and clarify next chance you get. Please, yeah, John. Next we time. need to and, know the answer. And CC Joe Smiles, smack his ass around a little bit. <laughs> Give him lip. Hey, by the way, you don't CC on Twitter, buddy. Whatever. Put him on blast. <laughs> um, let me read another one that actually just real quick, and you guys can have the rest. Just because the loving cup at uh, TLC underscore coffee. That's our buddy Maddie the Hammer ass, and he did tweet the. Uh, Hashtag later on. He said, do you think there will be a format change to the shows in 2016? Why? And this is something I think that follows up exactly what John Casper was saying. Um, I don't think so, to be honest with you, because every really? time Dave starts off, he says, I like the setting. I like this. I like him there. I like him there. I like that. It just seems like they like it. We were not very good at predicting this because we said 2015, <laughs> or at least maybe I did. It was, I, I would, I think I put, everything on the line saying they wouldn't and they absolutely did um man yeah i i get you know what i would say you you're able to pull it off for two years i think um you can continue to you could continue you it's good enough you can keep it going do you think this is easier than just dealing with eight different openers over the course of a tour i don't think it has anything to do with no. dealing with the openers i think it's the band breaking up the set and getting thirty-minute breaks to kind of relax. I think um, I think they like the flow of the show better. I, I from a business standpoint, like I, I think I said this in past podcasts, I hope the venues are paying them a lot more because literally you get you sell out a venue and all of those people go and buy beer halfway through, like more than probably would get if you if you didn't have a big break like that and the people are in the into the venue much much earlier than they would ever get into the venue so they're looking at it so i i you know business wise i would think the venues if they had any say in it which i don't think they do but i mean i think they would highly recommend um the band keep the format cool um let's see here what we got um Kevin Blaze, I think it is, Blaze, at Blaze Kevin, um, says, at Ants Marching, hashtag Ants Podcast, both nights in Colorado with Bella, full crowd encore break last stop chat, any effect whatsoever? Um, that'd be pretty good. No. <laughs> it, it's, it's, you can't last stop all you damn want, ain't gonna make a bit of difference. Um, I know for a fact at uh, the Deer Creek show, uh, there was a young kid with a little sign that said, uh, last stop, um, please, my first show or something. It was something unique. Get out of here, kid. I tweeted tweeted it out. um, And Carter pointed it out and was commenting, laughing, and then pointed to Dave. And Dave was kind of looking at it, and he walked up to the microphone and said something like, you know, hey, we haven't practiced it or or what, you know, um, whatever. So, you know. Definitely know people are asking for it. Um, Carter but, laughing, a.k.a. Dream On. Yeah. 
it's not one that they have in their their repertoire to be able to just pull out at any time, like they did with Thank You at um, Alpine. Yeah, that I think. one's well oh, you get the, If you get if you get the full crowd to do it, doesn't matter. It's more whether or not the band has been prepared to play it. That's my take. Uh, final question. Um, Tyler Burnson asked the um, the fiftieth Gorge, but we've already talked about that. So Cindy Secula. Uh, Cindy C23 ants. Will there be more cool ants merchandise coming up for the holiday season, etc.? Um, I don't know. We still have a handful of the bottle openers left. Um, we really uh, do stuff based on what people are interested in. So if there's something that people are all kind of, kind of like liking, like a bottle opener or a new T-shirt, um, you know, let us know. And maybe... we've been kicking around an idea. We're not going to talk about it. We're kicking it around an idea and just the execution of it seems to escape us every season and mm-hmm. um it's something that we would love to get going for 2016 but yeah i guess you'll have to stay tuned we should do it we we should i know what you're talking about yes indeed um yeah but if you have some good ideas like matt said you can tweet at us and um we'll see if we can get them done we haven't done t-shirts in a while we're thinking about doing a, a lyric shirt but decided not to do oh, that quick update. Yourself? the new york yourself? jets are in mid-season form with three points halfway through the third quarter Actually, I wanted to do a shirt um, that said it was a lyric shirt, and it was going to say "You, you, 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 you." I thought that was just going to be mint, but um, we didn't do it. So maybe we will. Maybe we won't. If you want the shirt, let me know. I like it. What's the joke of that? Did I miss something? It's the lyrics. Um, you ever hear the You ever hear the song Seven? Oh, that. You, 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 huh. you, you, you. Seven U. There's worse. Just like the number. There's now, worse. would you do just the letter U, or would you do the word U? I, I think the word would have more effect. Uh-oh, I hear that music. That must mean we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes, as in prose production. going to slip something in. <laughs> Insert music now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us on uh, episode 51 of the Ends Podcast, one after Jake's... Uh, Little silver anniversary in Happy terms birthday. of life. Happy birthday, Jake. Everybody tweet Snake Money. Happy birthday, old man. Be sure to do that. I would love it. And uh, send him uh, any kind of radio single release besides of Fool to Think, by the way. It's really what he wants. He's got a shrine room all set up at home. Mm-hmm. You should see this thing. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> We've lost him. I'm yeah. right here. He just committed um, blueberry beer suicide that's true well thanks everybody for joining us uh we're running a little long well darn near an hour and a half already so another great fun podcast always fun to talk with these guys and always fun to take your questions and chat dmb so we'll uh we'll be back at you in another week or so hope you guys are enjoying your night and see you on twitter and the website antsmarching.org podcast dmb radio Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. DMB.